Hello, America. Uh, welcome to the program. I uh, want to tell you about our sponsor for The Blaze this half hour, uh, making this uh, half hour or hour possible uh, for Blaze coverage is Keeps. Um, if you want to keep your hair, you could do a couple of things. You could, uh, well, you could stop listening to the news and trying to pay attention and whew, see what was uh, really going on and what was coming our way. Or... You could just go to keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash safe. Probably a much better idea. Um, 50% off your first order of hair loss treatments. Here's here's all you have to do. You go to the website. You take a couple of pictures of your hair. You uh, send it to keeps. Keeps has a licensed doctor that looks at it, prescribes the right medication for you. You get the uh, generic brand, the keeps brand, which will save a ton of money. In fact, your first uh, your first uh, treatment is 50 percent off. Just go to keeps K.E.E.P.S. dot com slash save keeps dot com slash save an important radio program coming up for you in just a second. Stand by. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. I uh, I want to play a cut here before we begin from President Biden. It's cut four. I want you to listen exactly to what he is saying here and the words he's using. These bills are not about left versus right or moderate versus progressive or anything that pits Americans against one another. These bills are about competitiveness versus complacency. They're about opportunity versus decay. They're about leading the world or continue to let the world pass us by, which is literally happening. To support these investments is to create a rising America. America is moving. To oppose these investments is to be complicit in America's decline. Okay, I really want to spend some time just going over because he said a lot there, but I want you to notice that you are complicit in America's decline if you're not for this. America is not what you think it is. It's not what it ever was. It is going someplace new. And if you are not on board, you are complicit. That's why the FBI is being called to investigate parents because you're complicit in stopping the progress of America, taking it where these people want it to go. But I don't think the average American knows where they want to take it. He said it all right there. I want to start at a strange place. I want to start with Facebook. What happened yesterday? And I'll, I'll show you and explain all the world is but a stage in 60 seconds. Program. Life is so busy sometimes uh, between your family and your career and, of course, <laughs> the world always being seemingly like five minutes from ending. Who has the kind of time it takes to really deal with 
the complications of selling a home. The short answer, of course, is that you need a real estate agent, a great real estate agent, but not real. All real estate agents are cut from the same cloth. That's why there is real estate agents. I com, a company that pairs you with the most tried and true real estate agents in your area. The people who are really, truly the best because they listen to you. And they know how to get the job done. If you want somebody who can help you create the most value for your home and somebody who's going to go to the mat for you when it comes to negotiating on your new home, you want an agent from Real Estate Agents I Trust. Every agent we have is a walking, talking team of best practices and workarounds to problems. Lose the headaches of selling or buying your home, get the right real estate agent with realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a free service to you. realestateagentsitrust.com. There's a couple of things that have been going through my mind a lot uh, lately. And one of them is from Shakespeare. All the world's a stage and all the men and women are merely players. They have their exits and their entrances, and one man in his time plays many parts. All the world is a stage. The other thing that's been going through is one of my favorite poems from uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Lo, tis a gala night within the lonesome latter years, an angel throng bewinged bedight in veils and drowned in tears. Sit in a theater. To see a play of hopes and fears, while the orchestra breathes fitful, the music of the spheres. Mimes mutter and mumble low, and hither and thither fly. Mere puppets they, who come and go, at bidding of vastless formless things that shift the scenery to and fro. That motley drama, oh, be sure, it shall not be forgot with its phantoms chased forevermore by a crowd that sees it not. Through a circle that ever returns into the self-same spot, and much of madness and more of sin and horror, the soul of the plot, and all the angels all pallid and wan. I, you know, every time I, every time I think of the world today. I think of the uprising, unveiling, affirm that the play is the tragedy man. All the world is but a stage, and it is becoming a tragedy, and its tragedy is the play man. You must begin to look at things differently, because nothing will be as it appears. Every dirty trick is being used. They will play off your concerns and fears and inadvertently co-opt your support. This is why I say question everything. Do your own homework. Because people do want to fundamentally change your country and your life, and they are counting on the fact that you will not do your own homework, that you will live in your own little safety bubble. I want to tell you about the play that happened yesterday. Did anybody watch it? Oh, my gosh, it was wonderful. 
the Facebook whistleblower. Here she is in her opening statement. Listen. I'm here today because I believe Facebook's products harm children, stoke division, and weaken our democracy. The company's leadership knows how to make Facebook and Instagram safer, but won't make the necessary changes because they have put their astronomical profits before people. Mm. Congressional action is needed. They won't solve this crisis without your help. This is fantastic. Yesterday we saw Facebook get taken off the Internet. I don't know why I went down, but I know that for more than five hours, Facebook wasn't used to deepen divides, destabilize democracies and make young girls and women feel bad about their bodies. Wow. So now I'm watching this. And if you're a person that doesn't question deeply, you're you're like, wow, she's on our side. It sounds bad. Sounds horrifying. I have no doubt there were people on the right standing up yesterday saying, you see, this is what we've been talking about. As we move the scenery to and fro. Did you know this is a juxtaposition of what she just said? Facebook, a business that harms children, stokes division and weakens democracy. Also provides safe features like letting family members share pictures with their kids. Okay, all right. So reading between the lines, well, here's what we have. Some speech is good, some speech is bad. But how does that jive with free speech? And that is right there. Why conservatives took issue with Facebook and other social media platforms in the first place. It was obvious that right of center views were being stifled. President Trump is still deplatformed. Proud Boys deplatformed. Nation of Islam, Antifa, the friggin Ayatollah of Iran, they're not deplatformed. I say let all of them speak. And let's have a real battle of ideas and let the best ideas win. As long as no one's threatening bodily harm to anyone or their property, it's free game. But rules aren't consistent and it's all too painfully obvious. So we spoke out, but oh, surprisingly, we're not alone. The left went with us on this one. Our arguments were different. When it comes to censorship, They were concerned about all the things those right-wing extremists are saying that are sowing division. For some reason, in the heat of the moment, it didn't matter. Right and left joined forces in the attack on big tech. And yes, this goes way beyond Facebook. This goes way beyond, as she said, left and right voters and talking heads. The mainstream media joined the chorus yesterday. Let me ask you something. Do you think maybe the media might have some ulterior motives in the push to censor big tech in seeing that 86% of the country now says they get their news from a phone or a tablet? Much of that directly from social media platforms. Do you think legacy media is a little frightened? Well, if you think they're a little frightened, you're wrong. They're terrified. I'm sure they'd all join in with this whistleblower when she said congressional action is needed. But let's analyze that for a second. In the name of stopping division and saving our democracy, they're completely blowing past the conservative worry of censorship by calling for more censorship. Sowing division, harming children, destroying democracy. These are all the excuses 
But the real target here is a government takeover from big tech. Watch how this progresses. Regulation will be soon the only solution anyone can come up with. Forget the fact that government intervention is what started all of this. If the government wouldn't have stepped in and gave immunity to these com- companies, there would none of this would have happened. But now the solution is to get the government more involved. That's pouring gasoline on someone who is on fire and telling them that you're putting them out. The government is never the answer. The government is the problem. Tell companies like Facebook that they're now open to litigation. Let them figure it out on their own. But no, 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 that's not an option. Washington has to step in and save us like the idiot children that we are. We're incapable of doing our own homework and asking deep questions. Oh, my gosh, you need to be saved. No, you don't. How long will we allow the First Amendment, along with all the rest of them, to be gutted? How many more private industries will we allow the government to step in and take over? Did you hear that they want the federal government, the Postal Service, to now be a bank? Did the people of Venezuela think that they would be where they are now, little by little? The government began to step in and take business after business. Do you think that they all thought at the time, oh, we're going to be starving and eating our own dogs? No, it can never happen here. It won't get that bad. This is where we are. Government needs to step back, not stand up. Stay out of our business. And if we run our businesses badly, do something stupid, piss off our customers, then we're accountable to both the people buying our products or in stream cases, the law. That's free enterprise. That's what the nation was founded upon. That is what we are trying to conserve as conservatives. I have a feeling that Silicon Valley will fix their issues when they suddenly find themselves without any protection from the federal government. I think they got the brain power and the money to figure that out, don't you? They don't need the government coming in with their red cape to save the day. They want that. But all the world is a stage. Go back to when I mentioned that the left suddenly became an unlikely ally here. All of a sudden, we start seeing the entertainment industry attacking social media. A slick documentary called The Social Dilemma appears on Netflix. 99% of that film hit home. It shows how platforms like Facebook and Instagram reel our kids in and get them addicted. It shows how they construct a digital profile of their users and target them with content that makes it near impossible to put things down. I watched. I immediately thought of my own kids. I had them watch all of it. But then in the final 10 minutes, it happened. If you saw, did you notice every single one of the experts suggested the solution? More government intervention, more regulation. There was not one mention of the government rescinding their protections from litigation. All of a sudden, it seemed like it was some giant trap. I think the fish admiral needs to be in almost every newscast. You know, the fish admiral from Star Wars. He needs to be just off to the side. It's a trap. 
This whistleblower is working and is backed by the same legal team that spearheaded Trump's first impeachment. Her legal team is the same group of lawyers that advised the anonymous Ukraine whistleblower who reportedly turned out to be then Vice President Joe Biden's top advisor on the country. She also is represented by a company called Bryson Gillette, helmed by a raft of Democratic operatives who are providing her with strategic communication guidance and helping her run what one Republican called an incredibly well-orchestrated communications campaign. That's according to the Free Beacon. Burton is on the board. Burton is on the board of the Center for Humane Technology, which has waged an all-out war with Facebook. By the way, Bill Burton, he was Obama's deputy press secretary. Oh, He's also advising this whistleblower. Oh, and the White House press secretary, Jen Psaki, worked at one point with him, with the Center for Humane Technology. Oh, wait a minute. They're the ones making these videos. This whistleblower's a documented leftist. She has previously alleged racial and gender bias at her previous employers, Gigster and Google. Well, gosh, why? Why would they do this? What, what is her real motive? Well, she just, uh, conservatives, you should line up and be with her. If you look through her FEC data, it shows that she's personally donated to the leftist people and organizations 36 times. Act Blue, AOC. By the way, AOC, coincidentally, very vocal and called for the breakup of uh, Facebook. All the world is a stage. And every man and woman are merely players. I am tired of being played. I will do my own homework. So it is not. So us mere puppets. Don't come and go at the bidding of vast, formless things that shift the scenery to and fro. Back in a minute. Taking seven months off to work to recover from an injury isn't an option for a lot of people. Let me tell you a little bit about Robin from Ohio. Works in a correction facility. After breaking her wrist in an accident, she was told the bad news that she'd have to take the time off. Some people are more determined than others to go back to work. She wanted to go back to work. She's among them. Robin heard about Relief Factor. She began taking it regularly. Much to her astonishment of her occupational therapist, Robin was able to return to work almost three months early because the swelling and the pain had diminished and she had been able to recover rapidly. Robin got her life back. So did I. So could you. Relief Factor. 70% of the people who try Relief Factor go on to buy more. It's not a drug. It reduces inflammation and just knocks the pain out. Try the three-week quick start trial pack for $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-583-84. Relieffactor.com, 800-583-84. 10 seconds, station ID. Man, 
may I ask you a serious question? And this is becoming more and more important because our country is being fundamentally transformed and it's a lot farther along than you think. When's the last time you ever heard anybody talk about the Constitution? Whether we can do these things constitutionally, it's all it's all it's all like, well, we'll do it and then we'll let the Supreme Court decide. Why? Why? Why don't you look? And that's what the president is supposed to do. That's what the veto is for. Not that I disagree with it, but this is unconstitutional. So the president is supposed to do. You don't hear people talking about the Declaration of Independence or the Constitution at all. That's the crux of our problems. Tonight at 9 o'clock, I'm going through that. I'm heading to the chalkboard. In fact, I have so many chalkboards, I asked them if we could do it on another set, and they're like, I don't think we have uh, that many chalkboards, Glenn. But I want to go through the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. I'm going to show you an easy way to figure out, can the government do that? It's really easy. It's very, very simple. Tonight, uh, the chalkboard. Join me tonight for harmful content. How King Biden is killing the Constitution tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern on BlazeTV.com and BlazeTV YouTube. Right after a <laughs> brand new Stew oh Does America! What is now we've got the little. That just happens when you say Holy it. cow. That is. It's true. Watch. Wow. Right after a brand new Stew Does America! It'll happen in your car, too, if you say it in your car. <laughs> don't. By yourself. Don't say it. Don't, don't, do say, it. don't say it in your car. Can don't. You, why would you say. Why? Why would you say that? I told you. All right. Okay, here's the thing. Uh, I want to go over uh, Biden and what he said yesterday about being complicit in America's decline. They are weaponizing every single administrative office that they can the fbi the irs the post office the capitol police all being weaponized and then he says you better support these bills or you'll be complicit in america's decline but he says a lot more right before that i'll explain what they're building next this is the Glenn Beck program. You know, there is something very, very special, um, very special um, about snacks and the new Built Bar. <laughs> it makes you wow. want whatever it does. you're talking it about. It really does. Mm-hmm. Nine amazing flavor plus the occasional limited time flavor. Nine different flavors from Built Bar. Does it really does? Yeah, it, does. <laughs> it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're really uh, kind of somebody who needs a sweet snack, Built Bar is a great way. They have all of the great flavors. They're made with uh, real chocolate. Let me see if I can make this sound good. But they also are low calorie, low carb, high protein, and high fiber. You know, what? I all <laughs> kind of sudden kind of want to eat healthy. You're kind of like, wow, yeah. that's high fiber. Wow, that's really good. Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15 and get 15% off your next order at Built.com. Promo code BEC15. 
We've got blazetv.com slash Glenn, a brand new Glenn TV tonight, right after a brand new Stu Does America. Promo code is Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. It is Wednesday, a very important um, program tonight on Blaze TV at 9 p.m. It's all about the Constitution and Declaration of Independence and how it's being violated over and over every day. And we have to just stick to that. We must just talk about that. Everything else is a distraction and nothing else will save this country except a return to its principles. Later on in the program, I want to talk to you about the national divorce that uh, everybody seems to be talking about. Uh, Also, uh, I want to play two cuts here. Uh, First, let's start with uh, cut three. Here's Joe Biden yesterday giving a speech. Parenthetically, when you build a charging station, it's like back in the day when my grandpa worked for the Maryland Oil Company back in the turn of the, in the 1920 in that area. They went okay. from state to state convincing people that they put allowed them to put 20,000 gallons of gasoline under the ground. They didn't want them around. No, 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 no. Great point. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, um, that doesn't seem real coherent. Okay. We've heard it before. Let's couple it with this. Cut two, please. You told Joe Biden that it was not the right. He asked me, he said, what's the situation? And I explained exactly. Uh, he, was, he had not been aware of that. He <laughs> literally had not been aware. Stop, of- stop, 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 stop. This is John Kerry talking to the people in France. France has pulled their, uh, their gala night and also some of their people home um, we have horrible relations because we sold nuclear technology, uh, uh, a submarine, to Australia. And France was supposed to do that. And now f- the French are really upset about it. And John Kerry just said that the president wasn't aware of that. Can we play some more, please? What had transpired. And I don't want to go into the details and of it, but suffice it to say that uh, that the president, uh, uh, my president, is very committed to um, uh, strengthening the relationship and making sure that this is a small event of the past and moving on to the much more important future. So the president didn't know. And when he heard there was trouble with France, he called the Green the green climate change czar John Kerry and said, what is France all angry about? What's France? And John Kerry told him, he's like, I didn't know we even did that. So they, they pull all their people. There's, there's Mm. obviously you don't start with pulling your people. You start with calling and saying, what the hell are you doing? All of this is happening. And the president didn't know anything about it. He's either lying or he shouldn't be president of the United States. Who's making these decisions at that level? Who made that decision? The buck doesn't stop with Joe Biden. Now, Joe Biden is not the architect of any of this stuff. Please, please listen to me, especially if you are an independent or you're somebody who voted for Joe Biden because of Donald Trump's tweets. 
please hear me. I'm going to play another cut. This is Joe Biden. Support his bills or be complicit in America's decline. There's a couple things you need to hear in this. Go ahead and play it. We're going to stop and start. These bills are not about left versus right or moderate versus progressive or anything. These bills are not about these. He's talking about the infrastructure bills. They are not anything about left and right. Unless you are looking at left and right of the American way. We're the only ones that have left and right that is different than the rest of the world. The right, the true right, is to conserve those things in our past that have worked, discarding the things that don't work. So it allows you to have progress, but it makes sure that you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. The true right in America believes in the Constitution. The Constitution has not been dealt with fairly for at least 100 years. In the last nine months, it's completely out the window. The, the right says a constitution of a government that is small and a constitution that um, is a charter of negative liberties. So the things that are in the constitution are the things the government cannot ever do. And do all these things, but none of these things. That's really important. That's what built us is the government staying out of our way. Okay. That's the true right in America. The true left in America is total control. Be that fascism. So if you're a Nazi, you're not on the right. You're on the left with fascists. It's total control. That's the that's the question in America. A small government or a total control government or somewhere in between. We are being now sold a total control government. And if you don't believe me, have you read what the FBI is now going to do with parents? That's that's Gestapo stuff. That's Stasi stuff. That is not the role of the FBI. You do not come into our local communities and and investigate parents that are speaking out against the school board. They're weaponizing everything in this country and going way beyond the Constitution. So why would they do it? He explains. It's progressive or anything that pits Americans against one another. These bills are about competitiveness versus complacency. They're about opportunity versus decay. They're about leading the world or continuing to let the world pass us by, which is literally happening. Okay, stop. So what is his belief here? You have to understand what he said was really just wonderful. It's competitiveness over complacency. It's opportunity over decay. But where do you get your competitiveness competitiveness on the right would be let me compete let me be able to build something that i could compete against facebook but i can't because facebook is in 
is in league with the government. They have all kinds of special protections and they have all kinds of attorneys and money and everything else in Washington to make sure that they'll keep me down. So competitiveness on the right is let's just have everybody have a fair, completely level playing field. That's what we used to believe was fair. Not anymore. But Joe Biden, remember, build back better. That is the Great Reset. Competitiveness is international competitiveness. So it's his theory is America. This is an old theory from the 1920s. America is too slow. Democracy is too slow. A republic that is constitutionally mandated to keep the government small is too slow. You can't react fast enough to what's happening in the world. It's changing too rapidly. I just want to point out they made this point in the 20s and then it fell out of fashion because of fascism and communism. But now that we've forgotten what fascism and communism is or we look to China and we excuse it. They are back on the road of a big government controlling everything. Because they can dictate the free market better than the free market can. It will make us competitive with China. If becoming competitive with China means we have to do business like China, I don't want any part of that. And I don't think most Americans, including the Democrat next door, wants anything to do with that. We have to separate ourselves from the people in Washington, D.C. And our neighborhoods. I don't believe that the average Democrat wants to compete with China, meaning we restore competitiveness by becoming like China. But that's what's happening. That's what's happening with our banks. That's what's happening with our big uh, uh, companies. It's the Great Reset. He is making a case here for the Great Reset. He is actually telling you. And he's been doing it since his, his first uh, inaugural, not his inaugural speech, but his first uh, State of the Union speech. Where he said the world has to decide. We have to decide. Can we compete with this system? That was as clear as day. Can we compete with this system against the dictatorships of the world? The answer is yes. But they don't think so. And they know we can't. They know we can't if they cripple us. If they take away our energy. They are getting into bed. We're giving all of the favors to China. We're giving all of the favors to Russia. We're giving the world to Russia and China. But half of the people in the administration are with this build back better. The other half really do hate America and want to see it destroyed. I think Joe Biden is part of that build back better thing and has been convinced. By the way, build back better comes from the the World Economic Forum. The World Economic Forum comes from Davos. 
Do you want the people that go to Davos controlling the world? Is that who you want as your unelected leaders? I don't. That's the discussion we should be having in America, but we're not. Because everybody's making it about this spending bill or about that spending bill. It's not about those things. It's about the fundamental transformation of our economy, of everything you know. And all signs point to it. Look what they're doing with the banking system right now. Look what they're doing with the FBI. Look what they're doing with the Capitol Police, expanding the powers of the Capitol Police to make them a, a surveillance and intelligence arm. To make the post office an intelligence arm and now a bank. To tell the FBI that they should be monitoring parents while leaving people like Antifa alone. They are building a very dark machine. And if we can't join with, if we can't find Democrats that can see this and that can stand with us and say, wait, 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 wait. No, I, I do like the Bill of Rights. If we can't find those people, we might as well have a national divorce. Back in just a second. Rough greens. I want you to think for a moment about the food that you've been feeding your dog. How healthy is it? If it's kibble food, probably not so healthy. Kibble food is sterilized. Your dog isn't getting that much out of it. He's not getting the best you could be giving him for sure. I learned this with my own dog, Uno, when I discovered rough greens. Uno has not been the same since. He even got into a fight with a skunk the night before. Oh, that's been great. Oh, my gosh. Can somebody, does anybody have an idea how to get skunk out of a dog? I'm ready to shave him hairless. Rough greens, not a dog food, a supplement that you sprinkle onto the dog's food, and it contains vitamins, minerals, omega oils, and antioxidants. Basically, all the stuff that your wife gets you to eat. <laughs> Say that, you know, you got to have some of this stuff. All right, whatever. Get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out. All you pay for is shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com slash back or call 833-GLEN-33. It's 833-GLEN-33, roughgreens.com slash back. The Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck program. Uh, we have uh, Mike Lee on uh, in just a few minutes. And we're going to talk about the Constitution. We're going to talk about things like the FBI. I, 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 it's a trap. I think we need that. We need that sound, uh, that drop uh, several times a show. Because, for instance, the infrastructure bill, it's not about the spending per se. I mean, the spending is outrageous, but it's it's an infrastructure bill. We've been defining that infrastructure where are the bridges and highways. It's not that kind of infrastructure. It's scaffolding to bring this country down. It's infrastructure like the government uh, funded um, uh, community organizers. It's 
the government funding a hundred thousand more IRS agents in the infrastructure bill is the the banking thing where they can check your bank for six hundred bucks every time you move something six hundred dollars. They can check it. That's all in this infrastructure. It's not just the money. And that's what people have to understand. It is all of the the infrastructure to destroy America that you will never dismantle. All of those things are in there. And it is just to control you. And we need to find some people quickly that really understand that. Um, And I'm not sure that Congress can do anything about it. The Senate can do anything about it. I mean, you've got Turtle Face uh, and uh, Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi, and everything is just being rubber stamped. Will the Republicans actually stand? Let them have all of the credit for this. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Let me talk to you a little bit about the zebra. The zebra.com most important issues are the most complicated, like finding an insurance policy, whether it's for your your home or your car. Didn't you use the zebra and you saved a bunch of money, I think, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I've gone through the process. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty it's a pretty cool uh, concept. It's really cool. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. What it what it does is it goes and looks for all of the companies that are offering coverage for your house or your car. And you will save a ton of money, a ton of money. The average person that uses the zebra will save $922 a year. I don't know. I could use an extra thousand bucks every year. Time and money. It's all saved just in minutes. Compare the quotes for free at thezebra.com slash Beck. That's thezebra.com slash Beck. Save a buttload of money on your car insurance and your home insurance with the zebra dot com slash back all right coming up senator mike lee by the way have you seen the poll from glenbeck.com who's the real maverick senator from arizona john mccain 11 percent kirsten cinema 88.6 percent Tonight, I am doing a, a big chalkboard show on the Constitution. Um, when I first recommended this uh, last week, everybody's like, well, that's not really sexy, Glenn. And I'm like, I know, but it is the answer. And we all need to understand it. Uh, tonight, harmful content, how King Biden is killing the Constitution. It is being turned upside down and your rights are in jeopardy. And you better know what your rights are and how to defend them. Tonight, you don't want to miss it. We're going to talk about the Constitution and the things that are being done right now that are unconstitutional and have to stop with Senator Mike Lee in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck. 
back program. She wouldn't it be nice if you could get your mobile company service from a company that gave you the same great service that you already have and appreciate. Um, and they don't charge an arm and a leg. In fact, you could save a ton of money. And while you're at it, maybe you could get a company that's not donating to Planned Parenthood, you know, or to, you know, squash freedom of speech. Wouldn't that be nice? Well, it's here. The company is Patriot Mobile. They are on the same towers as all the major carriers. So you get the same great service, although it's at half the cost. Patriot Mobile has affordable, customizable plans for any family, and they donate a portion of your bill to conservative causes, unlike the big mobile companies who are donating things like Planned Parenthood. So what are you doing? We all have to stand together. We better hang together or we will certainly hang separately. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. Use the offer code Beck. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Senator Mike Lee is uh, joining us now. Thank you. I know you just had to, you had to cast a vote and you got another one coming up. So I appreciate the time you're taking with us, Mike. Anytime. Um, Anytime. Mike, I am more and more concerned about our nation uh with every day that goes by uh i know you have the same pit in your stomach that i have every day uh as i go to work i look at things like for instance the fbi now now going to be used uh as a weapon uh on behalf of crt and these school boards that's that's not what the the FBI is supposed to be doing. That's a state thing. But it's now almost like the FBI is an arm of the Justice Department and and the Justice Department will defend them. Yeah, look, Glenn, I find this really disturbing. It, it, to me, the memo feels like code for we'll take over the parenting from here. We, we, we've got this. It's also code for parents suggesting that they shouldn't have a say in their children's education. So first we have teachers and we have their unions uh, and also people like Terry McAuliffe, who have basically been saying, "Eh, hey, it's our job, not the parents' job, to decide what your kids are taught and how they're being taught. And now the attorney general is using the force of the FBI to stop parents from having any say in what's being taught in their children's schools. Now, look, every state in the union has laws that protect people, including school officials, against assault, against uh, all kinds of harassment. If they actually commit a crime, state and local authorities are able to deal with that. Right. I, 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 I do not see any reason why the FBI should step in here, uh, other than perhaps to send this message to parents. We'll take the parenting from here, and we're going to federalize these issues down your throat. Mike, the, in the stimulus bill, uh, there is the the right for the, or no, not the right, the instruction f- to the banks that they have to report any transaction. Um, I've heard two things. I've heard $600. I heard yesterday morning that that has been removed and made uh, $10,000. But I don't know what the truth is anymore. But that's not that's 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 a violation of my Fourth Amendment rights. No, it, it absolutely is. This, this, they might as well uh, claim that they have general warrants against the American people. 
And wasn't, wait a minute, wait a minute, explain General Warrants. Isn't General Warrant exactly one of the reasons why we broke away from the king? Yes, yes. There's any one policy that could be said to have been the straw that broke the camel's back. It may have been General Warrants. That is to say that the Crown and Parliament were so aggressive and so insistent that the American colonists be brought to heel that they issued these documents that didn't bother to go after particular information. It basically just said, uh, if you need any information to use on behalf of the king and parliament, uh, you can get that information. They kicked down people's doors. They rifled through their personal effects. And it was all okay because the government said so. so that, this is the sort of thing that is abusive, and it's the type of abuse of government that caused us to separate from the mother country and to create our constitution. We are also being told that we have to have a vaccine mandate. And if I'm not mistaken, a vaccine mandate can be done by individual states, but not by the federal government. Is that correct? We've never ever in the history of our republic had the federal government issue a general vaccination mandate. Not to be confused with something that affects particular employees of the federal government, like the troops. It's a different category, but a general population-wide mandate never had that. And so look, Glenn, they're weaponizing OSHA. They're weaponizing the Centers for Disease Control. They've weaponized the Department of Justice, the IRS, the FBI. this This is unacceptable. The Constitution is clear. We have got to fight to protect it. Freedom doesn't pass to us through the bloodstream, as Ronald Reagan famously said. We have to fight for it. We have to defend it. We have to win it at every stage. So and how- that means pushing back hard when we see these things happen, calling them out for what they are, which is aggressive abuses against the people. So it doesn't seem, Mike, like there's a lot of people in the Senate or the House. I mean, you know, I'm concerned about the the. trillion dollars, the 3.7, whatever it turns out to be. I'm concerned about the spending, but I am also probably more concerned about the infrastructure that these bills will allow the government to build. And they're very dangerous. Yeah, it's as though they're saying uh, we, we need problems for government to grow. So we're going to fund the creation of more problems so that we can grow the government bigger so that we can create even more problems and perpetuate the growth of big aggressive government. And you're exactly right with respect to the IRS. We're talking about pumping in uh, an enormous sum of money uh, to new law enforcement. At the same time, we're dramatically expanding the, the, the reporting obligations of banks in a way, by the way, that will probably drive a whole bunch of community banks out of business. Oh, of course it will. Because they're just the regulatory compliance costs of this. And so, look, it's important to remember, Glenn, that there are a whole lot of constitutional infractions that are rarely challenged in court, or when they are challenged, they're challenged inadequately or too late to matter. Most of what defending the Constitution is all about doesn't necessarily involve litigation because you don't have time or resources to litigate each and every instance. What that means is for our constitutional republic to survive, for the constitution to have meaning, we have to defend it in the political branches, 
and at the citizen level every single day and call these things out and use what power we have in each branch to counter abuses in the other branches. But but everything is being couched as, uh, for instance, let me play let me play what the president said yesterday about being complicit with America's decline. Listen to this. It's cut four. Do we have it? These bills are not about left versus right or moderate versus progressive or anything that pits Americans against one another. These bills are about competitiveness versus complacency. They're about opportunity versus decay. They're about leading the world or continue to let the world pass us by, which is literally happening. To support these investments is to create a rising America. America is moving. To oppose these investments is to be complicit in America's decline. I found, the- I found that extraordinarily Ooh. disturbing because the word complicit, that is a legal term, if I'm not mistaken, um, that you are engaging in some illegal activity. You are doing something to harm uh, the, the Constitution. But maybe that's just a play on words. But listen to how that no, is being. Fa- Go ahead. It's not. That's exactly what he wants you to think. He wants to accuse you of some sort of abstract crime against humanity or at least crime against the social welfare state or crime against the excessive growth of the federal government. But, Glenn, that was only the second most disturbing feature of that mm-hmm. clip. The most disturbing feature of that clip is that what Joe Biden seems to be saying, what he seems to be assuming, the underlying assumption in all of this, is that he's not talking about America, the country, the nation, the people. He's talking about the United States government. There's a vast world of difference, a huge gulf between those two things. He wants to grow the federal government. The problem with government, Glenn, and the problem with growing the the federal government in particular, you can't do it except at the expense of the liberty and the prosperity of the people. He knows that. He's willing to make that sacrifice. We as people aren't. We have to counter him. So how do we do that, Mike? All right. So at at every stage, people need to be reaching out to their elected officials, uh, especially their. Does it actually work? Officials in Washington. Does it It, actually work? It helps. Look, I routinely uh, monitor these things, uh, and I know my colleagues do as well, and encourage them as specifically as you can uh, to push back on things like and including and right now especially the vaccine mandate. It's not just about the vaccine. And look, I, I've been vaccinated. My family has too. I think that the vaccine is generally safe. But the federal government has no business making this decision for people who may have natural immunity or may have religious objections or may have a medical condition or may, for whatever reason, not want to do it. It's none of the federal government's darn business. So members of Congress need to hear that. They need to hear uh, that we need to be, keep pushing things. Like Senator Roger Marshall ran last week an amendment the continuing resolution uh, that w- would deprive the federal government of any funds to implement the vaccine mandate. It, all 50 Republican senators voted for it. Not a single Democrat did. Actually, Joe Manchin initially cast his vote as yes, and then late in the vote, switched it to no. All of us need to hear over and over again that we need to keep bringing that up and that we need to not fund the government if funding the government means we have to fund this unconstitutional mandate. 
Well, that would be, um, you know, the debt ceiling, um, not funding the government. Uh, is is this going to pass? Is Mansion and Cinema are they going to just are they going to fold on this? Are we getting this package? The bottom line is, I'm certain that they will end up doing it, and they will end up passing a variation of the reconciliation package. It remains to be seen how long it'll take for them to get there. But they do operate as something of a well-oiled machine, and that's that's troubling. But Glenn, we we do have some role in this. We're we're not entirely an an object to be acted upon. Uh, we, as a citizenry, have always been in charge of our own government. We remain the sovereigns. The more we can act like it, and the more we can take ownership of it individually, and speak to our friends and our neighbors in addition to our elected officials, uh, our bosses, our colleagues at work, uh, even those that we think we don't like at the moment, talk to them about why this matters. Talk to them about uh, what's at stake and about the fact that the entire American experiment is all about asserting the sovereignty of the people, reminding government that it works for us and not the other way around. There are far too few of us in Washington who feel that way, but I know the overwhelming majority of the American people yeah. agree. And we need more of them in Washington and more of their influence felt here. One last question, whistleblower, Facebook. This is clearly, I mean, this, this, this woman is being represented by the, the, the attorneys that we're representing and really pushing through the whistleblower uh, on Trump's uh, first impeachment. Um, she has donated to far, far left groups. She's got Obama's uh, deputy uh, press secretary working with her. This is clearly a ruse. Why would CBS all of a sudden be for this and the Democrats all for it and everybody's covering this? They want Facebook and those want more regulation. This is not something that conservatives should be for. No, that's exactly right. And, and, and that's what creates this fake harmony moment. No, they're not here to ask us to the prom. They're not here to join our club. There are a whole lot of people who are focused on this issue, some for the wrong reasons, namely to adopt exactly what Facebook announced yesterday that it wants, which is comprehensive federal regulation of the Jeez. Internet itself. They want the excuse, <sighs> the excuse and the mandate from government to comprehensively regulate and require them to be both their, their mandator and their excuse for even more obsessively censoring speech. That's wrong. And so look, I, I'm, in this area and, and everything else, I need your help, but I, I, I want you to know and I want all of your listeners to know, I'm fighting like hell on this, on every one of these fronts and uh, I will fight as long as I'm alive, breathing, and in, in the United States Senate. We need all hands on deck right now, and um, uh, we can. Uh, we must always fight peacefully, but with the understanding also that the Constitution is on our side, natural law is on our side, the spirit of freedom that, that lives and beats within the heart of each of us. Is stronger than government, as overpowering and intimidating as it can be. It's a difficult fight. Uh, I'm in it, and anyone who, who wants to join in the fight and help me in this effort, I encourage them to go to leeforsenate.com and ask them for their help. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. 
leeforsenate.com. Thank you so much. You bet. Um, tonight at 9 o'clock, I'm going to be talking about the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, what it all means, how it came to be, and and how you can – you don't have to have the pocket Constitution. I mean, it would help. But you don't have to have the pocket constitution if you have a basic understanding of a couple of things. You can ask yourself, does the government have a right to do this? And I'll show you how you can logically go through this and know. And you need to teach it to your friends. It's a basic understanding of what the Declaration of Independence, our Bill of Rights and Constitution mean and uh, if we don't have a strong understanding of that, we cannot save it and preserve it. Tonight, 9 p.m., make sure you join us. If you haven't subscribed to The Blaze yet, please do. We need your support. Blaze.com. Uh, or, yeah, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save. Right after the new Still Does America. Oh, boy. All right, relief factor. Need a little more passion in that one. Next time, uh, please. Most of the time. I mean, I'm your boss. Most of the time, the pain we live with, especially as we get a little older, comes from inflammation in our joints. It can start out small, slowly building over time, or sometimes it can just come on us all of a sudden and be something we have to deal with from then onward. I used to suffer from awful pain in my arms and my hands so much I couldn't use them to uh, to write or to paint, even to gesture. Sometimes I I remember I remember at church taking the sacrament and trying to pick it up with my hands, and it hurt so bad. And it uh, it was it. I, thank God it's gone. Thank God it's gone. Relief factor. They helped me. Maybe it can help you. 70% of the people who try it to go, they go on to order more. Try it for three weeks. See if it works for you. It's 1995 to try it for the three week start. It's relieffactor.com. 800-583-84. 800-583-84. Relieffactor.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Oh, you know, it, it kills me. Um, we're going to talk about this um, a little bit next hour. It, it, it really kills me how um, the feds are now everybody's hero on the left. And now, now we're going to send in the FBI to local school boards to question parents and keep surveillance on the parents because somehow or another the parents are terrorists but people who were literally trying to burn down federal buildings they're not terrorists when we come back after the break i'm gonna i'll remind you of what the media said when the feds were involved or were even suggested by president trump to be involved in local matters oh my gosh that was totalitarian fascism it's almost like these arguments don't mean anything mean anything they just apply them when when they're convenient All like the for example stage yeah i want to keep these decisions between the patient and the doctor remember that one 
Uh, yeah. It seems to be long gone and dead at this point. And my, my doctor, he can't, he can't even give me the vaccine. He can't. Uh, my doctor, you know, is if he's against oh. it, he could lose, he could lose his license now. And why can't I go to my doctor and have that private conversation about what I want to do with the vaccine and not have the federal government and the media involved? This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. All right, it is time to batten down the hatches um, and take care of your financial health. I have a guy who's been helping me at my house and he's got a construction company and uh, he came over yesterday and he was like, okay, tell me what's going on with the economy because he builds apartment buildings and he's like, every apartment building I'm, I'm working on, they've all said we're stopping because the economy is going to change. And he's like, what's happening? And I'm like, batten down the hatches brother. Cause here it comes. You, you really need to save all the money that you can. Um, and how you invest it is up to you. But um, I want you to call American Financing right now. If you have a mortgage, you, if you are paying too much, if you have high interest rate uh, credit cards, pay them off, put it in a consolidation loan, call American Financing. Do it now. 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. 9 p.m. tonight is Glenn TV, brand new episode on Blaze TV, right, right after, after brand new Stu. Oh my gosh, I love Stu Does America. This is the Glenn Beck program. Let me talk a little bit more about what the federal government can and cannot do. Let me start with the banks. Um... They want a proposal uh, or they have a proposal now. Uh, the Biden administration uh, has it in the infrastructure bill. Internal Revenue Service will be notified by the banks on transactions. Every transaction over six hundred dollars. Janet Yellen in the Treasury Department is calling this collection of information routine. Really? Then why do you have to change the law on that? Now, she says it's because the banks already report interest on any bank account that uh, earns more than $10 of interest. I thought it was because they already routinely break the law. Yeah, so they, they very well could be. Very well could be. This is, uh, she says, right now, every bank account that earns more than $10 a year in interest, the banks report the interest earned to the IRS. That's part of the information base that includes W-2s and reports on dividends and other income that taxpayers earn. So collection of information is routine. Okay, great. Then why do you need more? Why do you need more information? Here's why. She said there's an enormous tax gap. In the U.S. And that's the reason they need this information. Blaming the gap on places where information on income can be hidden. Okay. Well, if you want to talk about um, uh, income that can be hidden, then let's talk about illegal immigrants. Okay. Let's talk about that. Yeah, no, I know it's it's well, it's dangerous to even say illegal immigrants. Now, I know a lot of them steal somebody else's identity and pay taxes, right? 
but they're stealing someone else's identity and paying in. Others are paid in cash. Well, we should have digital currency. Do you see where this is going? Somebody's always going to be avoiding something somewhere. Illegal aliens, they pay taxes. How many times have you heard that? They pay taxes. They pay more taxes than most people. Do they? Do they? 60% of this uh, population, as of last year, don't pay any taxes. You think the legal aliens are paying the tax, do you? Really? Hmm? This is to control you. You say something, you're on a different side, you're, to quote Joe Biden, complicit with the American decline because you disagree with him. You will see an IRS, IRS agent at your door. Now, here's the difference between America and the rest of the world. America was great because America was good. But what made America good? The people. The people made America good. Not the government. The people and the churches. Our faith made America good. And we kept the government at bay. In other countries, you're assumed, you're assumed guilty. Here in America, you are innocent until proven guilty. By taking your information from your bank account... They're saying people are avoiding taxes. So they're deeming all of us guilty and saying, we just got to find it. This is why we said when people said, I'm not doing anything wrong. What difference does it make to me? Because if there's a political agenda, they will find something. They will tie you with all of the mega data that is that is uh, available on you all of the data you don't think they can piece something together that maybe is completely untrue but you don't think they could make a case and make your life miserable remember in today's world all you have to do is be accused of something we don't wait for the trial we don't believe people are innocent until proven guilty we hear it on social media and they're guilty This collection of information, if it is routine, it needs to stop because they are weaponizing everything. The IRS is being weaponized. The Treasury Department with the banks being weaponized. The FBI going in on local issues, not not destroying federal buildings, but parents asking the local school board questions those people are now being deemed terrorists and Antifa. Antifa, we couldn't send the FBI. We couldn't send any kind of federal aid out to Oregon. Do you remember what they said when we suggested that? Cut uh, six. Some of the recent protests against police violence and racism have been met with a federal response. And in Portland, Oregon, local officials believe that presence is causing more harm than good. It's like pouring gasoline on a mm. fire. Your presence here isn't wanted. It's not needed. In the nature of the man to lash out, he thought, great, I'll send these federal guys to Portland. We can have a fight. We haven't thought through the consequences of it. Federal agencies should never be used as your own personal army. Trump troops in Portland are definitely not the answer. 
as we saw, this only escalates the tension uh, and we need uh, dialogue and de-escalation. I think it has a substantial chilling impact on First Amendment speech. J. Ashley Albies, a civil rights attorney in Portland, worries the tactic may deter law-abiding citizens from participating in demonstrations. Mayors of five major cities sent a joint letter to President Trump and Attorney General Barr today calling for the removal of federal officers from their city, saying, quote, the unilateral deployment of these forces into American cities is unprecedented and violates fundamental constitutional protections and tenets of federalism. He's stepping on uh, the, his political influence onto the Department of Homeland Security to use this big law enforcement force to go beyond the scope of what their normal activities are to do. Local officials there had been allowing peaceful demonstrations without too much interference, but President Trump was not happy about that. So he decided to send in the feds. Okay, so let me just go over what they're saying. You know, I was being gracious to Joe Biden when uh, Mike Lee shockingly said, no, Glenn, that's exactly what he meant. When I said he used the um, he used the word complicit, saying if people in Congress don't go along with his spending packages, you're complicit in America's decline. Could you look that word up? That is a that's a legal term. And it means you're involved in illegal activity. To harm or steal. Do you have it by any chance? Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep looking it up. And I said, I'm sure he's just using that word. And he said, no, he's using that word uh, directly. He knows exactly what that means. Now, listen. He's saying that. He's sending FBI into our local school board. He's calling parents terrorists. Let me just, let me just quote the left. That's like pouring gasoline on a fire. It's wrong to use the the uh, federals, uh, the Fed officers as a personal army. It's only going to make things worse. It's what we need is dialogue. This is going to deter law abiding citizens from actually protesting things in a law abiding way. This is a violation of federalism. All of those things are true and they knew it then. They know it now. They know it now. They know exactly what they're doing. They are pouring gasoline on a fire. They are using the FBI as a personal army, one for, I think, the labor unions. It is going to make things worse because we do need a dialogue. It will if we don't stand up. If we don't know exactly what they're doing, it will deter law-abiding citizens. They know exactly what they're doing. They're itching for a fight. They want you to strike back. They want you to do it. They will use that as the excuse to transform everything overnight. You know, there's this talk about a national divorce we are in civil war just one side is fighting it we're in revolution one side is fighting it the left is fighting a revolution the rest of us are in denial the rest of us are trying to make sure that that doesn't happen and i include some democrats in that as well i mean your neighbor democrats unless they're crazy and you live in san francisco 
the people who are not blind and people who do still believe in the Bill of Rights. We're all standing around going, I'm not like that. I, I don't want to be like that. I, 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 I'm so sick of Washington. I'm so sick of all of this. And we're standing around as they are changing the foundation of the very rocks we stand on. And it's going to end in a hot war because the left wants it. They want it. I don't. I don't think you do. But I do want to preserve my country. And I said 12 years ago, I'm willing to split the states right now. You take 25, we take 25. We get Texas. You can take that. We get first pick Texas. You can take whatever states you want. You pick 25 and you can leave us with all of the worst states. Okay. And we will cream you in the end. Economically, the health of our society will clean your clock. But we have to build a wall around those 25 states. Let's just take everything from Texas on up. Okay, you can have the coasts. Fine. We're going to take from Texas on up. And we'll cream you. We'll cream you. Not because you don't have resources and we do, but because all of your policies are so screwed up. You'll be eating each other in a cannibalistic way within 10 years. And you know who you'll blame? Us. We have to have a wall. You're not coming in with your ideology. We have no contact with you because you will end up blaming us because you can't ever blame yourself. I'm absolutely willing to do that. No war. Just take it. Fine. Take the coasts. We're taking this. And I never want to hear from you again. You do your thing. We'll do our thing. But I'm not going to secede. I'm not seceding. I, the one thing that comes with this is you send all of those original documents to us because we're the United States of America. And there might even only be 25 of them, but we're the United States of America. You want to change it. You think those documents are bad. We say those documents are not being enforced. We're saying that no one is paying attention to that document. We will. We will. I don't need to change a darn thing in our Constitution. See, that's the difference. The South broke away because they wanted to change the rules. Fine. I don't want to change the rules. I want the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights, and I want them enforced. That's what government is supposed to do. Enforce those things. I want them taught in schools. You can have everything else. I don't care. I don't care. Just leave us alone. We're at that place. And maybe it's time we start having that dialogue. After the top of the hour, we have some things on who Karl Marx really was. Everybody loves Karl Marx. Um, and I'm going to tell you next hour about uh, Washington State University. 
is leading a new $125 million USAID project to detect emerging viruses. Uh, oh, so what they were doing in Wuhan, I know this is this is all just hearsay. No, it's not. Watch our special in a couple of weeks. What they were doing in Wuhan, we're now going to have all of our universities doing it. Oh, we can find every, every possible virus from every possible animal. What could possibly go wrong? More in a minute. Facebook shut down. They say this was uh, unrelated, but somehow or another, uh, uh, 1.5 billion people lost all of their information uh, on Facebook. Oh, you still have it. You still have it. But so do the bad guys. Isn't that great? Are you safeguarded against cyber criminals? All the stuff they can do to steal your information, your identity. Now, if you're just protecting your own computer and and everything else, you're going to get nailed. Because if, I mean, what are the odds that your information is in that 1.5 billion person leak? Um, it's being sold now on the on the dark web. If you don't have somebody watching the dark web as well for your information, you're going to be in trouble. No one can prevent all of this because it's so complex. Nobody can monitor everything. However, the best shot you have is LifeLock by Norton. Call them, join, save 25% off your first year with the promo code back 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to lifelock.com. Use the promo code back for 25% off. Do it now. You are listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck Program. Um, by the way, uh, the Fed is disagreeing with uh, Wall Street on, on inflation. One says inflation will be cumulative in the next uh, five years, about 25 to 30%. Uh, the Fed is saying that this is temporary. It's going to go back to 2% next year. Uh-huh. Which one do you believe? <laughs> Which one do you believe? We'll see. All right. Next. Who is this Karl Marx? Who is he really? Can good fruit uh, come from a bad tree? We look at the roots and the tree that is Karl Marx. After the break. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. The Covenant is something that is really important. I talked about the Covenant a few years ago, uh, making a covenant, a sacred covenant. And it all comes from the Old Testament. Well, good friend of ours, Andrew Claven, uh, he is a, an amazing screenwriter. He is writing The Covenant. It is a multi-series, uh, multi-season TV series that he is creating. It's the adaptation of all of the stories of the Old Testament, and it will use biblical stories of the patriarchs, the prophets, everyone to show God's connection to humanity in ancient times and his connection to us today. Uh, it's not being made by Hollywood. It's being made by KO Films, and uh, they need your investment. If you would like to help change the culture and put something of real quality into the culture, they're asking you to invest in this project. Go to C-A-Y-O-T-V.com slash Beck. That's K-O-T-V.com slash Beck.
Banana bad tree bear good fruit. The conventional wisdom, uh, although we're defying and denying all conventional wisdom, uh, conventional wisdom would tell you, no, a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Well, if that's true, if you're a trained Marxist, is that good fruit or bad fruit? We have to look at the tree. Who was Karl Marx? Jim Simpson, an old friend of the program, is joining us in 60 seconds to answer that question. The Glenn Beck Program. Hey, so the uh, Federal Reserve has decided to hold the benchmark interest rates near zero, but indicated that uh, rate hikes will be coming as soon as next year, and they're going to end tapering. Now, they're saying that the stock market is having such trouble because, oh, those darn Republicans. First of all, the Democrats can make any change they want at any time. They want to move the debt ceiling. They can do it. They just won't do it. Um, because they want all of their little toys uh, as well. So, stock market is plunging. That's one of the reasons uh, why, uh, because we are going to end taper or begin tapering and and end all of this money magic. I don't think it'll last long because it'll do too much damage, and then they'll go back to the game. Any any which way this goes. You need to save your money. You need to be paying the least amount of interest that you can. That's one way to save a lot of money. If you're paying even 12%, let alone 15, 18, 20% on a, on a credit card that you have, have run up, please roll that into a consolidation loan. Pay 3% or 4%. And you won't believe the difference it will make in your life. Pay them off and cut them up. American financing can help you, even if you're just looking for a new mortgage for a new home. It's going to get harder and harder to get financing soon. Please call American Financing now. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440-AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Jim Simpson is a friend of the uh, program, goes way back. He was uh, helping us with uh, the cloward Piven strategy of manufactured crisis and overwhelmed the system back in the day. He's back. He's got a new book. Who was Karl Marx? The man, the motives, and the menace behind today's rampaging American left. He has worked under President Reagan, H.W. Bush, Clinton. He was in the Office of Management and Budget. Uh, he is a guy who has an awful lot of credibility and has been around and has, because he's an investigative journalist, actually knows how to um, tell the right story and get the facts right. Jim, good to talk to you again. How are you, sir? Hey, Glenn. Great to be with you. Thank you. So, Thanks for having me. Uh, who was Karl Marx? Yeah, who was Karl Marx? Well, you know, he's made out to be this secular god that could never have done any wrong. But as I describe in the book, <clears throat> he is everything, everything that he claimed to hate about mm. 
all the people uh, he was going to destroy with the communist revolution. He was a greedy, selfish, petty, arrogant, lazy, dishonest, two-faced, lecherous, bigoted, and he brimmed with hatred. He had all the ugly characteristics he attributed to others to excuse the destruction Mm -hmm. he and his followers intended to inflict on the world. He was uh, deeply bigoted. He he hated blacks. He favored slavery. Uh, He called the proletariat he was supposedly going to free from their chains stupid boys, rogues, asses. He spied for the German government on his uh, communist friends for money. And despite the fact that his father was a wealthy attorney who showered money on him, he was perpetually broke and spent his life uh, depending on small cash donations from his co-conspirator Friedrich Engels who stole money out of his father's business petty cash account and then spent the rest of his time hovering over ailing relatives waiting for them to die so he could find out what he would get in their wills. This was the real guy and it turns out he is typical. Mao Zedong was the same way. Uh, Bill Ayers was the same way. The Castro brothers were the same way. These are all impossibly arrogant, greedy, selfish men who believed they had the right to own the world. I mean, really, that's what it comes down to. All they were driven by, really, was power and greed. And um, the Marxism, communism, is window dressing. It's the marketing plan yes. to sell this monstrous ideology. That's what it is. It is when you actually learn about him and a lot of this stuff uh, wasn't known. A lot of the stuff was was held back yep. by the former Soviet Union and classified. Yep. And yep. I think it was a Verona paper time that that some of this stuff was released, but nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to expose it, but it's it's all factual information because I think his wife said this should be preserved. Yeah, well, uh, it, it it it's definitely you know it's available today. In fact, a lot of the sources, a lot of my sources are come right out of a, a website called Marxist.org, and. Uh, it's simply amazing. And, you know, there's still a lot of classified stuff, uh, stuff about the Soviet communists and their various meetings. But Marx is just amazing, just amazing, the the truth about his life. You know, two of his daughters committed suicide, a son-in-law, three of his children died of malnutrition while his wife was running around trying to raise enough money to get a coffin for one of their kids. Marx employed what one writer described as a loutish, libidinous, and otherwise useless secretary because he felt that uh, a man of his stature needed to keep up appearances. I mean, it's simply amazing. It's simply amazing. And this is the guy that all the leftists, all those Antifa folks rioting out in the streets, uh, claim to uh, call their own secular god. Do you get into um, his uh, faith or lack of? I mean, there's 
Um, yes. There's evidence yeah. that he was um, a tortured guy and, and had said in his life, I sold my soul to the devil. Yep. Um, can you talk about that at all? Yeah, sure. So, uh, you know, they were ethnically Jewish family, but his father converted to uh, Christianity, uh, became a Lutheran so that he could continue to practice law in Lutheran-dominated Germany. And uh, Marx was raised as a Christian and actually in high school wrote beautiful Christian poetry. It's really quite stunning. I quote it in the book. Uh, But when he (laughs) went off to uh, college... Like we are all familiar with, he fell in with the wrong crowd. Some claim it was uh, a Satanist crowd. You know, uh, 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 Richard Wormbrand, who was a uh, uh, you know a, a Catholic priest who was tortured uh, by his communist government. I believe he was uh, Yugoslavian or Romanian. I forget. He wrote a book called Marx and Satan, mm-hmm. and he quotes Marx's. Uh, poetry after he made this conversion. Marx wasn't an atheist. He felt like he should be equal to God. And I quote a, a, a poem right at the beginning of my chapter on Marx that describes that, and it's really a paraphrase uh, for uh, Isaiah where he, uh, where God describes Satan. I mean, it's really the same thing. He, uh, uh, Isaiah says, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds, and I will be like the Most High, talking about Satan. And uh, Mark says, I will wander godlike and victorious through the ruins of the world, and giving my words an active force, I will feel equal to the Creator. So Marx hated God. You know, and and I really believe, actually, most atheists, if they're honest, that's the truth. It's not that they don't believe. It's just that they can't imagine God would allow, you know, all the things to happen that happen in the world. And that's their rationalization. But I don't think I don't think from what I've read, I don't think Marx was you could put him in that category um, of of just can't believe that God would allow these things to happen. Right. He no. was an oppositional, knowing exactly. oppositional yes. force. Yes. He was, yes. he, I think he actually believed in God and was trying to thwart him, yeah. taking, taking the opposite positions. Yes, exactly. No, exactly. Absolutely blazing defiance. And that pretty much defines his life and his story. I mean, all of his friends describe him as a man, uh, a destructive spirit whose heart was filled with hatred. One said, uh, Engels said he rages without ceasing as if 10,000 devils had caught him by the hair. Mikhail Bakunin, probably the most prominent uh, anarchist, said one has to worship Marx in order to be loved by him. One has has to at least fear him in order to be tolerated. Marx is extremely proud up to dirt and madness. <laughs> and this is the guy they founded their their whole ideology on. I mean, it's crazy. It really right. is. I want to uh, I want to switch from Marx. Um, let me take a one minute break, and then we're going to come back um, because in the book you talk about the strategies that come from Marx that are being used on us right now. And Marx, if you understand Karl Marx, it is all about hatred. 
and and ginning up hatred and chaos. And that's what's happening now. Uh, And uh, Jim has some some ways and some things that we need to understand before you go in uh, for an intellectual fight. Jim Simpson, author of the book, Who Was Karl Marx? Out today. Uh, Let me tell you about uh, Blinds.com. The uh, holidays are about gratitude and generosity. Blinds.com is grateful for you. The millions of customers who have made them their trusted source for custom window treatments which is why they've decided they're going to kick off the holidays early with a week-long friends and family sale with up to 40% off site-wide. Blinds.com makes it easy and affordable to um, get the latest styles, the premium materials, even convenient motorization. From classic cellular to chic Roman shades, they offer free samples, free shipping, free help from their professional design consultants, no misleading quotes or hidden fees. Right now, 40% off with a 100% guaranteed perfect fit. It's Blinds.com. Save up to 40% off site-wide now during their friends and family sale. Blinds.com. 40% off. Rules and restrictions may apply. 10 seconds. Station ID. So, Jim... Your book um, pretty much describes everything happening today as a result of, you know, Karl Marx and and further developed by his followers. Yep. But am I wrong saying that it is chaos and hatred is the main strategy? Yes. No, absolutely. Uh, You know, and it's really although obviously you look at Antifa and BLM, these people express genuine hatred. I mean, it's hatred for. Uh, things that don't literally do not exist. It's manufactured hatred. And some of them are foolish enough to actually believe it. But the strategy, the strategy is to in basically intimidation. I, I call it psychological terrorism. And Lenin was the first one to really articulate that. He said, um, <clears throat> we need to write in a language that inspires hate revulsion and scorn towards those who disagree with us you know not towards those who are bad or wrong or anything to those who disagree with us and the whole point is to intimidate marginalize and as we're seeing you know destroy the reputations uh, and the lives of people who articulate articulate in pulling these guys' covers and showing who exactly they are. They go out to destroy them. And so uh, people don't necessarily go along with this whole idea that, uh, you know, we're white supremacists, we're a racist society and all that, Mm -hmm. but they're afraid to say otherwise because they see what happens to those people who stand up to the left. And really, nobody wants to be in that position. Nobody wants to be excommunicated from their uh, society, from their friends, from their neighbors, from their family, even uh, losing jobs. Uh, you know, it, it, it's it's literal a form, literally a form of terrorism. And you know, it was started with Lenin. But it was carried forward through the Soviet Communist Party, telling communist parties of the world, call our opponents, 
bigots, racists call them, anti-Semites call them, fascists and Nazis. And so they just keep repeating that, and over time, people start to actually believe it. And then it got brought forward by another uh, hardcore communist uh, uh, who <laughs> talked about white privilege, um, Noel Ignatiev, who was actually a uh, uh, Harvard professor, even though he did not have the qualifications to be a Harvard professor, he became one anyway. Ask yourself how that happened. And he came up with the idea of white privilege. We have uh, Herbert Marcuse, who deserves a book of his own, who came up with the concept of partisan tolerance. That is tolerance only of the ideas from the left and complete intolerance right down to the level of thought of anybody who disagrees with them. And so this is where all this stuff came from. And then uh, our favorite guy, Saul Alinsky, put it all together in a manual on how to destroy your enemies called Rules for Radicals. We are, I've been saying for a while, we are in a revolution, but only yep. one side is recognizing it. And yeah, the rest right. of us are like, well, no, I, it's not that. It's yeah. right. Right. Nobody wants to think of that because uh, to do so really requires uh, a whole change in our, not merely our perspective, but in our lives. I mean, we really have to uh, get off the couch and really get to work because so we what, are what is that, our country. What does that mean? I know you. the longest chapter in the book is um, uh, all about Vaclav Havel. Um, uh, well, no. That, well, I, that's I, one I, of the well, ideas in that. Chapter. Yeah, I quote, I quote Havel later. Uh, somebody, uh, one of my readers sent me uh, an essay he wrote. I, I didn't actually know that he had said the same thing, but it's mm. very important because his suggestion, you know, he was uh, the leader of Czechoslovakia after the uh, Soviet Union, quote unquote, fell. You know, he was the Czech Republic's first president. And he said the only way to circumvent the communism that is deeply entrenched in the culture and the society and the institutions, which is the same problem we have here, is to create a parallel society. And you create a parallel society that everybody will find preferable because what the communists set up is so horrific. Nobody wants to be part of it. They just don't have any options. But we have a very good opportunity here, especially in state and local government. You know, we watch how the uh, uh, school boards are being overthrown. And, of course, how the national government comes in and says, well, we're going to declare those people <laughs> domestic terrorists. Right. Totally insane. But, but we have to provide those alternatives. And as we do, the votes and the money drain from the left and go back to freedom-loving America. And uh, that's what we need to do, and that chapter describes at great length, it is the longest chapter with hundreds and hundreds of suggestions on ways to do that and the things, the ways that we should behave. And in, a lot of it uh, involves things that don't really require that we really change our 
lifestyle too much because, you know, most people just aren't going to do that. Most people aren't going to go out in the street and start fighting against Antifa. Most people aren't going to stand up to this massive cultural uh, incursion that the left has successfully prosecuted over the last hundred years. So we need to figure out a way to to work that harmonizes with our abilities and, as uh, Saul Linsky said, doesn't take us out of our comfort zone. Jim, yeah. I am. Uh, I am. I'm going to pick your book up today. I'm going to begin to read it today. Um, uh, this is the kind of stuff that I have been looking for, uh, and uh, you know, I I know your research. I I know you know this inside and out, and yep. this is more than just knowing um, where it all came from, which is really really important to see how yep. it was built. But I am uh, I'm very interested in the solutions as well, because we better get moving quickly or uh, time will run out on us. Jim Simpson, the author of Who Was Karl Marx? The Man, the Motives and the Menace Behind Today's Rampaging American Left. Who Was Karl Marx? Get it wherever books are sold today. Back in a minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So if you're over 50, time to start considering what benefit group you want to join. Or if you've already joined one, was it AMAC? Because if not, may I suggest AMAC? AMAC is the Association of Mature American Citizens, and it's a group of now over 2 million members strong and growing. And the benefits are amazing. The insurance discounts, the travel benefits, all of that. But I think the most important thing AMAC does is their advocacy. We don't have a lot of organizations that will stand up to the machine, and there is strength in numbers. AMAC provides everything you're looking for, but goes above and beyond to provide a whole lot more in advocacy in Washington. Because you, your freedom is being lost. My freedom is being lost. Our kids and our grandkids, I can't imagine the world they're going to grow up in if we don't win this fight. AMAC is there on the front line. Join AMAC for the advocacy, the benefits, and the information, but most importantly, because America needs you. AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Beck. That's AMAC dot U-S slash Beck. Brand new episode of Glenn TV tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern on Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. It happens right after a brand new student of America. I would uh, like to publicly offer a job to Sage Steele. Uh, she'd be welcome at this program at any time. Uh, and, uh, you know, we, we, uh, uh, we, we, you know, we, we seem to be collecting some really good sports people. Uh, maybe, maybe it's time for the Blaze to have a whole sports section, you know, mm. full of people that will actually just tell the truth. Jason Whitlock having a big impact here on yeah, Blaze TV. Huge, huge. And Sage is, is I mean, it kills me. I want you to listen to what she said. She's in trouble now with Disney. Uh, Suspended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want you to listen to what she said in a podcast. Listen. I respect everyone's decision. I really yeah. do. Yeah. But to mandate it is um, sick. Mm-hmm. And it's scary yeah. to me in many ways. Um, but I have a job 
yeah. a job that I love and frankly a job that I, that I need. But again, I love it. I just, um, I'm not surprised it got to this point, especially mm-hmm. with Disney. I mean, a, a global company. Like, yes. Okay, so stop um, right there. That's, that's, that's comment one. Okay, so she's talking about vaccine mandates. And she's saying, you know, hey, I work for a company and I'm taking it because, but I think it's, it's sick and twisted that you have to mandate this for everybody. Yeah, she actually does the interview with the Band-Aid on her arm. Okay. Uh, because she, I think she had it that day. That, and that was on uh, Jay Cutler's podcast, okay. by the way. Here's, Cut, here's, here's a problem quote number two. This is what it, here's the thing. There is a fine line. And I handled it. Like, I yeah. didn't get anybody's, because that's not my person, it wasn't my personality then. I might now a little more. Um, but I do think as women, we need to be responsible as well. It isn't just on players and athletes mm-hmm. and coaches to act a certain way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had talks with young women who like would come in and they'd intern um, with, with me, with our channel, or just other women who reach out to me now. And I've said to the, a couple of them, they're like, well, would you look at my tape? Would you do this? And, I, and I've said, listen, I would love to, but the way that you present yourself is not something I want to be associated with. Yeah. So when you dress like that, yeah. I'm not saying you deserve the gross comments, but you know what you're doing when you're putting that outfit on too. Yeah. Like women are smart. So don't play coy and put it all on the guys when we, and again, I'm not saying anybody deserves anything, Yes. but we need to be responsible as women too. Cause we know what we're doing when we put certain things on and, and then mm-hmm. return a certain text. Are you expect somebody's not going to see you if you go to dinner with this guy? Like that's on us. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's really problematic. Hey, by the way, have you noticed that they don't call the Fox uh, women Fox bimbos anymore? <laughs> no, sir. no, I have. Yeah, they haven't yeah. used that one in a while. Well, yeah, once Roger Ailes stopped uh, controlling the dressing of the women, uh, all of a sudden they started dressing more conservatively and they don't call them that anymore. I guess, does it left? Does it, they're a bimbo on the way you dress? Is that what it is? <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, very, very interesting. Interesting point. Uh, so there, you, that's uh, clip number two that was a problem. We also have one on Barack Obama. Uh, here's, and if you don't know Sage Steele, by the way, she's uh, biracial, and that comes uh, becomes important in this quote. Uh, when you fill out your census, I'm like, well, I don't know when the last time I filled out my census was, but yeah. if they make you choose a race, yeah. she's like, what are you going to put? I go, well, both. She's like, well, you can't. He goes, well, what if Barack Obama chose black and he's biracial? I'm like, well, congratulations to the president. That's his thing. I go, I think that's fascinating consider, considering his black dad was nowhere to be found, but his white mm-hmm. mom and grandma raised him. But hey, mm-hmm. you do you. I'm going to do me. That's a huge problem, apparently. That's a too. huge problem. Okay, so here's what ESPN said. Now, she's apologized. She said, I know my recent comments created controversy for the company, and I apologize. We're in the midst of an extremely challenging time that impacts all of us, and it is more critical than ever that we communicate constructively and thoughtfully. Would you say she did? I, I think she did. I mean, she's yeah. trying to, to tackle three difficult um issues and controversial issues right and she, she didn't tackle it like any of the women on the view would have tackled any of these subjects right on abc's view and my under i think of, of thinking about it basically all of those comments she said really it's up to your choice yes she did but she wasn't yes, she saying did. she wasn't mandating anything on anyone Correct. else she was just saying look you know you got to make the choices that you think will best benefit your life now, I don't know if they know sentence structure um, at Disney anymore in ESPN, but they just said at ESPN, we embrace different points of view. 
dialogue and discussion makes this place great. That said, we expect those points of view to be expressed respectfully. She did. In a matter consistent with our values. What does that mean? Wait, that just means you have to agree with the company? Yeah, that means mm-hmm. we embrace different points of view, but you're against our values. And in line with our internal policies. So in other words, we're, we need to have a conversation. We, you know, I'm willing to compromise. Just do what I say. And everything's going to be fine. We're having direct conversations with Sage, and those conversations will remain private. Now, according to Front Office Sports, Steele was removed from the air yesterday because of these comments. She also tested positive for COVID-19 and will... But she just had the vaccine. What? I, I mean, she literally just had it. So, like, she... It certainly wasn't uh, to the point the two weeks after your second shot. She had one shot, and it was a couple of days after that. She will be absent from Sports Center at least one week. She'll also not be hosting ESPNW Women Plus Sports Summer, which takes place October 18th through the 20th. The, the, I mean, this is just, these things are just, it's going to be difficult for these not to just snowball. Because once they oh, out you as yeah, you're yeah. bad, you have no chance to fight back against these things. The thing, The three things she said, let's go over them again. Mm-hmm. She said, I don't like the mandate. I got the I got the shot because I love my job, but and I need my job and I need my job. So I got the shot, but I don't agree with it. Now, of course, obviously, this is what a mandate is supposed to do. Now, I don't agree with the mandate, obviously, but the mandate is basically supposed to take people like Sage Steele who would get the vaccine, but don't really want to and force them to get it. That's what a mandate is supposed to do. But it's actually ESPN's policy working as designed. Right. You got someone. Now, I don't think it's a good policy and I don't think this is a good outcome, but you got someone who was hesitant for whatever reason to take the vaccine to take it because you threatened their job. So, yeah, but she took the vaccine, but she then wasn't cured of her skepticism of the vaccine or the mandate. It's a great point. Because the policy, in theory, is supposed to accomplish what happened with Sage Steele. But Correct. She, in, because she was not won over to their ideological point on it, it's not enough. It's not enough that she's vaccinated. It's more than that. It's right. falling so in line. she lose her job because she's not getting the vaccine, but because she got the vaccine and just didn't agree with the policy, but she did it anyway because, as she said, she loves her job, she's still going to get fired. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, and then she said, now, as a, uh, a a biracial woman, she said, look, I if I'm going to put a race down, I'd put both. You can't do that. Well, you know, and then someone said to her, well, Barack Obama is biracial and he put black. And she said, well, that's, that's his good choice. for him. Yeah. I don't really understand it, considering basically it was his white relatives who stuck around. Now, that, she's that's just more of an offhanded comment. That's not necessarily how you would identify your race. But, it but is, she's just making the point of like, why? Right. Why is he identifying as black when his black father wasn't anywhere to be found? Really wanted nothing to do with him. Right. Okay. But okay. he had other things that made him feel that way. That's fine. Whatever. Again, she said, that's his choice. He can do him. So that's that whole comment. And the last one is this comment about how uh, younger women in the office dress and what what comments those might elicit and what what ramifications that that might have now it's one thing for you know some sports guy to say look at how she's dressed right it's another thing for a woman who has experience in the industry 
to give advice to a younger woman as how to how she can mm-hmm. best navigate that industry. I mean, you would think you'd want a an, a woman who, who is experienced and successful in your industry to give you advice yes. as a, as an up and coming person well, as to how to yeah that's but you're talking about uh, being anti women and she's clearly anti women so now, she's a woman news. and a black woman here's but the, also is is against women and black, black right. people now here's the thing here's the thing she is she actually has a big supporter in fact do we have the clip from uh, Kamala Harris here is Kamala Harris uh, commenting on this. I'm glad you did. And again, this is about the fact that your voice, your perspective, your experience, your mm-hmm. truth mm-hmm. Your cannot truth. be suppressed. Cannot be suppressed. So we have Kamala Harris on that. Uh, by the way, MIT has canceled the professor's lecture after videos in op-ed rebuking equity agenda. So he's... He's not allowed to lecture because he has a different point of view. Uh, Kamala Harris had a statement on this. Here it is. Do you have it, Sarah? Yeah. Voiced a personal. No, that's not it. Uh, And let me give you another one because she also had Dan Crenshaw is targeting uh, the Twitter uh, CEO. uh, The uh, Twitter CEO. Um, after uh, the bullying of um, Kirsten Cinema, is she's being cheered on uh, on Twitter, and uh, he says, "Boy, I mean, how can you cheer those people on? But shouldn't other people have a voice there?" And and here's what uh, Kamala Harris said: "I'm glad you did. And again, this is about the fact that your voice, mm-hmm. your perspective, your experience, your truth, yeah, should not be suppressed." That's exactly right. Now, Emerson College is launching an investigation into uh, the campus conservative group after it handed out stickers critical of the Chinese government. Uh, In a letter sent to the president of Turning Point USA chapter at Emerson, the group is now being investigated for violating the school's code of community standards after an event last week in which stickers that said China kind of sucks were distributed at campus. Uh, It had the hammer and sickle uh, on the sticker so it's clear uh, what they were talking about but apparently the Emerson College says it's inconsistent with the college values and will be not tolerated on their on their campus um, and they're standing against it and of course Kamala Harris has just made a statement on that and- I'm glad you did and again this is about the fact that your voice your perspective your experience your truth not be suppressed that's great and i and now that i know that uh you know sage steel has the backing of the vice president of the united states who are who she herself is black um you know i think it's i think it's great i think it's great that the vice president would come out and support and i'm sure abc disney who also you know likes a company to be able to have a diverse uh workforce uh, i'm sure they're going to come to the conclusion exactly like the vice president did uh you know as she commented on sage steel i'm glad you did and again this is about the fact that your voice your perspective your experience your truth should not be suppressed Hmm. there you go that's good huh it's weird all right uh if you're not careful you're going to be standing there with a wheelbarrow full of cash going man i wish i would have listened to glenn beck and invested you know some of my money into something other than the U.S. dollar, like maybe some precious metals. Now that the 
economy has collapsed and I don't even know if we have enough to buy a zoo animal for dinner. Maybe we can steal it. Uh, anyway, um, listen, things don't have to get that dire um, as they are in places like Venezuela to be really, really bad. Remember, the people of Venezuela never thought that they would be eating zoo animals. Uh, but wow, look how fast that thing collapsed. If you haven't looked out the window at the country lately, let me just inform you, things are getting pretty bad. Precious metals are important as a hedge against the insanity of the markets and inflation. Please call Goldline today. There is nothing more scary than what is ahead of us, especially if you are not prepared. Goldline is offering uh, one free Maple Flex silver bar with the qualifying purchase of $5 gold Indians this week only. Supplies are extremely limited, so don't wait. The... I, I just absolutely love the uh, Fed sees inflation falling below 2% target after the current rise subsides. Uh-huh. And uh, then you have uh, Jeremy Siegel, who is from the Wharton School of Business, say, expect prices to climb 25% from inflation. Gee, I wonder which one's right. If, if prices go up 25%. Is your dollar going up 25%? Is your earnings going up 25%? The answer is uh, no. Gold is a hedge against that. Call today. Goldline. 1-866-GOLDLINE. 1-866-GOLDLINE. Or goldline.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. There is an active shooter uh, in Arlington at Timberview High School, that's Arlington, Texas, and um, we don't have any real information. Uh, we know that a few victims have been taken to a local hospital, but that's all we know. Uh, please, dear Lord, help us. Please help us. More chaos. Um we pray for everybody that is still in the school. And, uh, you know, I just was listening to one of the, one of the, uh, news channels. And, uh, I thought I had, I thought CNN, they had these pictures of the police running in and, uh, the person that was doing the, you know, coverage said, look at those police officers as they are, are running in knowing that they are facing danger. And I thought, oh my gosh, for CNN to say that about police officers is obscene. I had the audio from Fox and the images from CNN. So uh, at least it's consistent. Our thoughts are with the police officers uh, as well. By the way, I, I let me just leave you with uh, a note to Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston. Uh, she says on the abortion, abortion laws, quote, I repeat, no uterus, no opinion. Uh, Jennifer, I'd like to repeat, men can have babies too, okay? Apparently it's not whether you have a uterus or not. Men can have babies too, so us men have a say. Thank you very much, Hollywood, for giving us men that say.